I don't know if my microphone is working. Yeah, we need a dump button. Yo, yo, yo. That's my cue. Welcome to the Clay Band Podcast, episode eight. This is an emergency sports episode as promised. Think you know why. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. said we would if we won and uh to be honest i wasn't really planning on meeting so yeah yeah i don't think i don't think you were either i wasn't you know i wasn't i was yeah i was wrong on two fronts this weekend yeah and i mean i was perusing through our text string and you were you were quite the the pessimist there in the second half and i think i was i was holding up the optimistic side of the coin you were. I think it's important, in especially in sports, especially when I want us to win, that I be a pessimist. Yeah, it like worked I have, out. I have to be. I imagine during the LSU game uh, three years ago, you were too. I'd have to really dig deep back into our text archives to find that conversation. But oh, I was ready to go to bed. Yeah. Well, I I think we were all ready to go to bed for that one. But <laughs> that one that one went till two o'clock. Yeah, and I'll bet you were ready for bed last night sometime in the third quarter, knowing what your schedule was. I was ready at halftime. Would you care to comment on your schedule yesterday? I would. I'd like to talk about it. Um, I Only because the important part of it was that I was working at my beloved Red River showdown. Well, is it's, not, it's not a rivalry anymore. It's a showdown. Yeah. Is a rivalry – well, is the Red River rivalry really your beloved, or is it the State Fair? Is it the atmosphere? Is it the, the carnival atmosphere? Yeah, it's more actually, it's become the friends that I get to see uh, on the administration at UT mainly. Okay. I love all the old coaches and just, you know, they're very friendly and it's nice to see them every year. And it's fun. I'm, it's a challenging event, so I like it. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with that coming from an A&M background. I mean, I, I married into a uh, University of Texas. Um, well, I married a Longhorn, as you know. I do know. And so, um, at the time of our courtship, I spent plenty of time on the campus, mingling with the uh, the coeds there. And you know, to be honest, I fit in quite well. I think you did, and I did too. But I still don't like their football team, and I don't think I ever will. I still take pleasure in losing. I like their football team better than the Sooners most of the time. Yeah, I do. I, I found myself not caring, but I, I, th- I also thought it was convenient that they lost the way that they did uh, on the day that they did because it really – I thought coming into yesterday – Everyone's looking at oh the Red River rivalry. The Red River rivalry is a actually a big game this year. And look at the uh, the week. Look at Aggie over there in College Station. They're going to get rolled. And you know they thought they were going to be good this year, but they're not. Yeah, they're not. But, but what happened? Um, Sark the shark. Sark uh, the shark. Yeah, well, I, Sark the shark. Sunk the ship. Yeah. 
He did that. You know, if I were, uh, I commented uh, as we got to watch the end of game from the from the roost of the athletic department suite, mm-hmm. and uh, I really think Texas should have kicked that. I don't know if you watched the game. I, I watched the last play. I was at the Broncos versus Broncos game in oh, front of the Texans. Friendswood football, my favorite. Yeah, mine too. Um, anyway, UT had the ball at the very end, and rather than going for a field goal on fourth and 11 uh, down the touchdown mm-hmm. with over four minutes to go, they, they, uh, they went for it on fourth and 11. Okay. Obviously, obviously didn't get it. OU scores. UT scores, I think. But anyway, the, the field goal would have given them a win if they'd gone for that instead of trying trying to score the touchdown at that point. And, you know, I mean, you can look back at all that stuff. But who really cares about that game? I don't. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. I thought the amazing thing about the Aggie win, 41-38, for those of you who don't recall, uh, was that you did kind of see in a, in a four-game – what are we, five games in? Six games in, yeah. Six games in, it's been, it really has been incredible to watch a coach trust his quarterback and his team and talk about the reasons he's trusting them, what he's teaching them. And I know, you know, we, we're on cloud nine because we beat the number one team, but what it really was was a culmination of, like, all the hard work, fighting through adversity, taking a couple steps backwards to finally put a product out last night that, man, talk about Calzada's night. It was his night. It was his coming out. And, you know, what the timing was beautiful. But, you know, the way I think about it is they're really playing up the whole Alabama hasn't lost to an unranked team in 100 games. Yeah, it's silly to to really say that we're unranked. To say, yeah, they make it sound like they lost to Vanderbilt when in reality, I don't think Alabama came in looking at us as a pushover because – First of all, like you say, we have you have Jimbo on the sideline, um, very confident coach. Um, he you know, he never deviates from his game plan, and so he he lives and dies by his his game plan, uh, his style. And I just thought from the beginning, this team reminds me of like a Les Miles coached LSU team, where yeah, everything everything you kind of talked about in our previous podcast sort of came true in this game. I'm yeah, were they? They, they could lose – yeah, they, they can lose to teams they have no business losing to, like Mississippi State. And Arkansas kicked our ass. I, I don't think we had any business winning that game because I, I thought Arkansas on that day was a better team than us. But then um, going into Alabama, I, I thought you know, we were a very dangerous team just because at three and two, um, they could have been – Alabama could have been – reading about, you know, how everyone was picking them to cover the 18 and a half point spread and how this wasn't the Aggies year. They had a backup quarterback. Uh, The offensive line was full of holes and, um, you know, our backup doesn't have a backup. So our offense was very suspect, of course. And, you know, I, I don't know. Like they, they were fantastic in the first half, and of course, he came out and looked shaky in the second for most of the second half. Yeah, but still, um, still put together. Well, I mean, not really in the third. Third was basically our seven points in the third were that run back, right? Was that in the third? That was in the third. Yeah, we, we yeah. got a special teams touchdown. We had seventeen seventeen yards with five minutes left in the game. We had seventeen yards in the second half. 
uh, on the first play of that touchdown drive, we completed, we doubled our yardage for the half. Yeah. Was and that the, was that the touchdown to, from Calzada to Smith? Well, I mean, that was just a, a toss from uh, Calzada to, to Smith at, uh, around midfield yeah. to pick up that first, uh, you know, throw a, a deep. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> anyways, uh, but Jimbo had confidence in his quarterback and the offensive game plan. <clears throat> and, <clears throat> And, uh, you know, we showed that resolve that we never had under someone where, you know, that game we would have lost by 17. Even if we, we jumped out of the quick lead, um, we would have laid down. We wouldn't have held them to field goals um, in the red yeah, zone. Exactly. I mean, you, you, look at, you look at total yardage and you might have thought that we, we lost by about what was expected, 369 passing yards for Bama to our 285. 153 rushing yards for Bama at R94, which is surprising, but they kind of shut us down in the second half. And then 522 total yards to R379. Yeah, uh, but it, they needed every yard, though. And um, They did. But, you know, they, they couldn't, you know, in the red zone, they weren't finding the end zone. Which is incredible yeah. for Bama to not be able – I mean, it, it was uh, as if the tide had turned last night. It was. And but, uh, our defense, you could tell, right? I'm not saying it has or, you know, I mean, it's just a big game. But, you yeah, know, what our defense did right off the bat was kind of set the tone. I mean, we needed we needed two things to happen to have a win like that. Defense had to show up like they have been, really, you know, besides the, the big yardage to Mississippi State. But And then, two Calzada obviously had to do what he did. But, I mean, our defense really set the tone early to just kind of uh, be enough of a presence to shake them up, to just throw them off you know, their routine. You look at Bryce Young, it's crazy still. That that kid is an amazing quarterback, and I love his uh, poise. Oh, he was slinging it in the second half, but, um, you know, we were – he was running for his life the whole first half. And uh, defense got a little bit gassed. We weren't getting to him. We weren't getting the same kind of pressure. And, I mean, he was finding his favorite guy, Jamison. Jamison Williams um, was just killing us in the second half. And – uh that uh, big running back was a load. He he had a good game. Um, and I think Bama's good. I don't think this is one of their best teams. I yeah. I I don't see them losing another regular season game. Um, yeah, they don't play Georgia in the regular season. No, but I do think uh, I expect Georgia will go undefeated and and will beat them, and Bama will miss the playoff. That's I, I think they'll lose two games this year. Yeah. Um, I, don't I I don't know. I think I think. The way Jimbo is, I mean, not Jimbo, uh, Saban, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up beating Georgia, uh, just as, just how good Bryce Young is by the end of the season. I think they may be able to, but, but who knows? Oh, of course. I, I think they, they, could, they could definitely beat Georgia. I mean, you look back at what Georgia's done, they've looked impressive. You know, they shut out Arkansas. They, uh, they dominated Auburn on the road. Um, they've had um, – they, they, overall, they've been impressive. Uh, but looking back to that opener against uh, Clemson, 10-3 to over Clemson wasn't yeah, yeah. As, as eye-popping as – As it seems now. at the time. I, exactly. So, I mean – So, to, to wrap that up a little bit, Ags walk off Bama with a field goal, which did you see that – did you think that field goal was curving out? At I first? think everybody did. Yeah. Uh, Everything I heard is Jesus blew it in inside the left upright, and it sort of looked like that. 
Yeah. So uh, cool for cool for small, cool for uh, Fisher on his fifty sixth birthday. That was pretty neat. Happy birthday, Jimbo. Yeah. Happy birthday. It's amazing that he's only fifty six. That's what I thought, especially with all that rascally hair on top of his head. <laughs> well, he has more hair than I have on top of my head. So you, you're managing yours. Thank you. Which is what I would expect him to do. That's what he should do. Dollars. But he can do whatever I, he wants. He can do what he wants. I don't care. I, I, but he, he won me back with that game. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, Calzada did too, obviously. How could he not? I think, obviously, it's a, that's a huge uh, – you already felt it a little bit before this game that he at least had enough under his belt that he was starting to feel a little more like starting quarterback. Yeah, I think so for sure. And I mean, especially what they said before the game, uh, Fisher uh, had told the media he didn't expect uh, King to play another snap this season. And I don't know that I would want him to. I mean, as long unless Calzado was just completely inept, which is kind of what I was beginning to feel um, after that Mississippi State game was, man, if if King is can come back at seventy five percent, I think you you bench Calzado, but. Obviously, that's not going to happen now. I yeah. think we should be favored in five of our last six games. And uh, I now I I really in, the, in my mind could be completely changed next week if we lay an egg against Missouri. But um, I think we can go into Ole Miss and uh, give them a good fight. So um, I hope you know, so. UNT just put up twenty one on Missouri in the second half. Yeah, and Missouri's Missouri hasn't been good. They got. They got torched by Tennessee. They gave up 62 points to Tennessee, which is encouraging. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about is just your take on the – I know it's still too early. It doesn't mean anything, but the rankings are pretty interesting after this weekend. I mean, you have a lot of undefeated teams. I think Oklahoma State's still undefeated. Is Kentucky undefeated? Yeah, Kentucky and Georgia uh, are the yeah. uh, top ten matchup or top – 12, I love seeing them beat LSU. Um, it's interesting, Bama sitting at number five behind teams you know they would beat, like Cincinnati right now. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't think it, it matters much. I think their strength of schedule throughout the rest of the season will be enough to, to jump. you got OU at number four right now. Yeah, OU – it, it bothers me just to see them uh, that they're the fact that they're undefeated and they've um, they almost lost to Tulane and they were getting manhandled by Texas yesterday. Yeah, down 20, 28 to seven in the first quarter. In the first quarter, I mean that, and that's the number four team in the country. Crazy, crazy to, to lose that game, but I, I know that that's what three points scoring yeah. time to catch up, but that's crazy that to watch that game and think, oh, man, this is great. Texas is going to win fast. I'm going to be home early. Yeah. And we got home six minutes before the Aggie game. <laughs> and what is what is Iowa? Iowa's number two. Iowa's number two. And and yeah. they bar- I mean, they barely beat Penn State, right, at the very end? Well, Penn State was number four. So, I mean, that I was a big, big win for Iowa. But uh, I don't know if they still play Michigan. I don't know who's, who's on their schedule. But Michigan – is also, I think, undefeated. They haven't really beaten anybody, but um, yeah, Iowa. I don't expect Iowa to, to make the playoff. Uh, they'll be they'll lose two or three games. Sports opinions, oh, sports opinions. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our extra sport, Clay Bam podcast.